Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode of Frag Tag Radio. And here with you today is your boy, Paradius. First of all, got to get those plugs out there. Uh, Appy Gamer, Appy Makes You Happy. You can catch that on Android, iOS, Windows, uh, followed by Gaming News and Reviews. Another great, great app, which you can uh, find on Android and iOS. And then, of course, Game On. Shouts to Troy which is on iOS and Windows Phone. Um, all three of those apps are absolutely phenomenal apps. They're all free. You can catch all your gaming news sources in one place rather than downloading a separate app for each one of your sources. Uh, and, of course, Fragtag Radio uh, and all three of them. So, um, shouts out to our partners there. Uh, next up, you can, of course, catch us at FragtagRadio.com, on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, pretty much everywhere. All right, so today's episode is all about reviewing Quantum Break. Um, for those who have watched this show for any even remotely significant amount of time, you know that I am a huge, huge, huge fan of Alan Wake and that it was one of, if not my most favorite game of last generation. And... When Quantum Break was first announced, um, I was both excited and disappointed at the same time. Excited at the at the chance to play another Remedy-based game, uh, which which they're always grounded with great storytelling and third-person shooting mechanics, but also a little bit disappointed that it wasn't a sequel to Alan Wake because I was just such a huge Alan Wake fan. But regardless of that, I, I was I, I still you know remained excited about it and. When I got the chance to start playing it a few weeks ago, um, I, it was it's, I was super pumped, and uh, without going through the skipping to the end of the, of the review, Remedy definitely did let me down. Um, so, Alan Wake was all about uh, running around, casting the darkness away with your flashlight or going under a light to make it so the darkness can get to you using flares. It was, it was a very different experience. Um, also in the sense that your powers in that game were different, your abilities, um, as it were, and the whole tone and story of it was way different. Um, the only real comparison between the two is that they're, they're both third-person shooters. However, Quantum Break is more of a cover-based shooter than Alan Wake was. Alan Wake, you weren't taking cover. You were running for your life if there were too many enemies around you. You weren't taking cover. In Quantum Break, you uh, there's actually a really good cover system, which actually kind of feels sort of gearsish to me uh, in a way, and uh, it's really well done. So, uh, let's see, to, to get into it for us, so Quantum Break is the story of Jack Joyce, and the the game starts out you're arriving at this university you've been summoned there by your friend Paul Serene who you haven't seen in a long long time um and you don't know why he summoned you there you so you go looking for him you find him he shows you that he's built a time machine of course based on blueprints or with the help of Jack's brother Will who from all intents and purposes is is not not down with it because the calculations aren't right. He doesn't think the time machine is going to work correctly. 
And Paul believes otherwise. He believes that you know you'll be able to go to the future, you know, figure out different events, go back in time, fix them, yada yada yada, prevent wars, hunger, sickness, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So Paul has summoned you there to help him initiate the time machine and get the ball rolling, so to say. Um, and of course, things don't go as planned <laughs> um, at all. Um, time becomes fractured, slowly starts breaking down. And the next thing you know, you're in a fight for your life against this evil corporation called Monarch who is trying to bend this whole end of time thing to their will while you're trying to save everything and return time to normal and fix the fractures. Um, the game itself is just an intricate web of changing events. Um, you're pretty much altering history and the future as well. So you start out in the present and then you go back to the past and then to the future and then the past and the present. And so you're, you're constantly skipping around and changing or trying to change events uh, for better or for worse. See, because the end of time is inevitable, and the only way to stop it from happening is to fix the whole thing and prevent it from ever having happened in the first place. And so you start relying on trying to fix the events of the past, and then things get crazy, and I don't want to give away too much more of the story because there's so many things you could say about Quantum Break, but it would just it would give away the surprises, and uh, I don't want to go too much into that. So, um, anyways, the game is broken up into five different acts with uh, three different parts or scenes or episodes that you play through in each act. Um each one, each scene or whatever takes place in a different location. So there's three different locations in each act. And at the end of each act, you come to a junction point, which puts you into the boots of Paul Serene, the game's bad guy. And you then have a decision to make. And for example, in the first junction, the, some things have happened at the university and there are survivors who are against what Monarch is doing. And you have the option of either letting them go and starting a PR campaign to cover up shit, or you can just execute them. And based on the, on, on the decision you make there, changes the way that the episode that comes afterwards plays out and how things start to unravel after that in the game. So after you finish making your, making your decision at the junction point at the end of exact, you will watch an episode. It's like a, a live TV action series, almost HBO quality type stuff. Really well done. Great acting. Uh, pretty good script too. Uh, I was actually pretty impressed by it. And it's really cool watching your, the decisions that you've made in the previous act come to life in the episode. You're pretty much watching the downfall, the outcomes of, of every of all the all the decisions that you've made up until then. Um, there are smaller things you can do called quantum ripples. Uh, for example, at one part in the game, I found a tablet and I activated it and it started like this voice talking. I have some sort of radio talk show or something like that. And it started playing it through the loudspeakers of this building I was in. And then at the end of that act, when I watched the episode, a dude walks into a room in that building and he's like, 
what, what the hell is that coming through the speakers? And it's that it's that voice talk show thing that you activate, and the other guy's like, I have no idea. It was it was on when we got here. So just you know, just small little things like that that kind of add to uh, the touch of it. Um, the decisions at the end of each junction, while there, there is only there's always two. There's you can go left or you can go right. Now the cool thing is you can hold down either it's the bumper or the trigger. I can't remember which to preview kind of what will most likely happen if you choose left or then you can hold down and view what will most likely happen if you choose right. It doesn't give you all the answers but it kind of gives you a general direction of where things will probably go to kind of help you uh, along with making your decision. And even so, even though it's this or that, the decision is always so so hard to make. You, you, there really is no right or wrong decisions from what, from what I felt playing through the game from beginning to end. Um, yeah, as we talked about the quantum ripples, um, so onto the actual gameplay. Um, the shooting feels a lot like Alan Wake, except that, like I said, there's more, uh, of the cover-based shooting. You're in cover a lot, moving from cover to cover. Uh, that's the whole thing about it is that you want to keep moving in Quantum Break. You can't stay behind any one cover for more than five to ten seconds because enemies will start lobbing grenades at you uh, or and or flanking around you pretty quickly. So uh, Quantum Break is definitely an action game where you want to keep moving. It is cover-based, and wherever you go to, you do want to get into cover, but you want to move from that cover fairly quickly to another cover and keep your opponents thinking, guessing, you know, where you've gone next and just, just kind of, you know, keep them on your toes and keep yourself on your, on your own toes as well. Um, and while the shooting mechanics are really good, the real star of the game here is Jack's abilities, which are his time powers. Um, the first one is time vision, which is sort of like the batman senses from the batman games like arkham returns and uh, arkham knight and stuff like that um where it turns the whole screen black and white and it highlights enemies in red it highlights guns and ammo in blue and it highlights intel collectibles and other objects of interest in like a yellowish orange and it lets you know where everything is so i found myself activating that over and over and over i would walk a few feet activate it walk a few feet activate it because i i really wanted to collect all of the collectibles and intel and computer entries and emails because uh, i was i was just really 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 immersed in the lore of the game and uh it was just so well done um you're you really actually i wouldn't say you come to care about the characters and like in that kind of way but you come to care about how the story plays out and what the characters motives are behind what they're doing you never really know who's on whose side in a lot of a lot of these cases who's going to turn on you and who might not so you're kind of, i'm I was constantly reading these emails and the backgrounds between all these characters trying to figure out who they actually were and what their real motives were and that was kind of a, a driving force behind that for me um Let's see, uh, next up is Time Stop, which you, or Jack, can cast a bubble, per se, on an enemy or an object, which freezes any, which freezes time within that bubble. Um, if it's an enemy, he gets frozen, you can start shooting at him while he's in the bubble. The bullets will stack up on the edge of the bubble, and when it collapses, all those bullets will go into the enemy at once. You can get a lot of insta-kills that way. Um... Also, you can use the time stop. Like some, like at one point, there was a door that was like slamming up and down and up and down and up and down. And I used time stop to freeze it up in the air so that I could walk through. Um, 
Next up is the Dodge, which is just uh, a tap of the bumper, and Jack will pretty much teleport from wherever he is to a good distance away from whatever direction you're looking in. So if you're getting hit from enemy fire from all directions, time dodge is your friend. Um, you can only use it once to start out with, but as you upgrade it, you can use it two or three times before your you know, powers have to regenerate. Um, the cool thing about it is that all powers aren't linked to the same thing. Each power has their own regeneration. So if you run out of time dodges, you can still use time vision or your time stop. Next up is the time shield, which pretty much creates a time bubble around you and lets bullets stack up and block bullets in front of you. It also freezes any enemies that are, you know, in your immediate vicinity and kind of gives you time to recharge your health uh, so that you can get back into the action without having to worry about dying. Um, time Blast was is a really cool ability, which pretty much lets you, you hold down the button and it collects up like a staggering of time and then you let go and it explodes and insta-kills most regular enemies. Of course, it, it won't kill the heavies, but it will do significant damage to them. Um, and the last one is Time Rush, which pretty much turns Jack into Sonic the Hedgehog. You can zoom because everything around you, everywhere, is slowed down to pretty much a dead stop. And it's almost like time dodge in a way, except you control exactly where you're going. Um, it's also good for the, with platforming as well. Like uh, at one point, there was a door that you hit the button to open it, and then as soon as you start walking toward it, it was closed. There wasn't enough time. The door is built for someone to stand there and hold the button while another person goes through. Well, with Time Rush, you could just hit the button, open the door, and then activate Time Rush, and you're running so fast, you get to the door in plenty of time before it slams back down. Um... I did my first playthrough on normal difficulty, and while it certainly wasn't super easy, it wasn't super challenging either. Uh, I guess, you know, that's safe for normal difficulty, but uh, the only real, any kind of challenge I got at all from the, from that was the, the final boss fight of the game, which I won't get into and spoil. Um, but so if you're, a, if you're a player who's looking for... A real challenge that I would suggest starting off on hard difficulty and then you know you can always go back down to normal later if you find that hard is too hard but I would definitely suggest starting on hard difficulty if you're a player that enjoys a challenge uh, if you're a player who just wants to play from the story I would say start off on normal um, you know I think easy would be easy would be even too easy for a player who's just trying to enjoy the story but maybe that's just me you, know, you can try it both ways and and see what works best for you um, graphically, Quantum Break is a great-looking game. I mean, uh, Jack Joyce looks just like his real-life counterpart. Um, Paul Serene looks just like the real dude who plays uh, Aiden. What's his face? Who plays Little Franger in Game of Thrones? Looks just like him. Um, you know, all the characters look just like their real-life counterparts. It's just so well done. Uh, the textures, the lighting, everything is just expertly crafted uh, in Quantum Break. Uh, the soundtrack is really well done. There's actually a lot of licensed songs in there. At one point, you get into a car uh, and it starts playing like a Hollow Notes song or something. <laughs> but anyways, the soundtrack's really well done. The sound effects are really awesome. Uh, I played it, you know, with my with my Turtle Beaches on, uh, which really helped me burst me into the experience. Um, 
as far as you know how how much of a collector you are you probably want to go around and get all the collectibles the intel things like that i know i took the time and actually got a hundred percent uh game completion on my first playthrough collected all the collectibles all the intel all the emails all that type of stuff um and well, Quantum Break is a great game. I probably would still have preferred to have a new Alan Wake. But even that being said, uh, Quantum Break is a super awesome, great, great, great new IP. And I am really can't wait to see a sequel to it eventually. I do hope that Remedy does a sequel to Alan Wake next before doing another Quantum Break, most definitely. But I am also looking forward to a, to a sequel to Quantum Break eventually down the line as well. Um, the ending of the game is... Isn't it? Is it isn't a cliffhanger, but it definitely leaves it open for the possibility of a sequel. I think that, and, and I think that's the best way to end a game like this. You don't want to leave it on a cliffhanger to where the, the player feels like, oh, now I got to wait two years or two to three years to figure out what the hell actually happens. And you don't want to make it so final that there's no opening for for a sequel or a continuation of the story. And so uh, they really nailed it with that. Start to finish, Remedy has most definitely crafted a masterpiece. Absolutely, 4.75 to a solid 5 frags on Quantum Break. It's an absolutely amazing game. And even after your first playthrough, you're still going to want to go back through it again and make all different decisions and see how things change up, how the story changes, how the episodes differ, uh, what parts of the episodes change based on the, on the decisions you make. Um, there, there, there's just a lot there. Um, it would have been cool if they had thrown in some kind of survival mode where you could play on different places from the game and see how long you could survive or something like that just to kind of you know change up when you didn't want to go through the story but uh on its own it's an excellent excellent package for the price you will absolutely be satisfied if you are a fan of any remedy game that you've ever played max Payne or alan wake you're gonna love it if you're a fan of third person shooters you're gonna love it if you're a fan of a good story you're gonna love it uh it, it's just just an amazingly awesome game and can't recommend it highly enough. Um, the only small little tidbit I do have to say about it is that the way they did this game, it's in 720p and then upscaled to 1080. And if you're playing on a 4K TV like I was, having that 720 upscaled to 1080 and then upscaled again to 4K uh, makes a little bit of fuzziness. I won't say blurriness, but it you can see a little bit of uh almost like static dots here and there on the screen from being stretched out so much but uh even then it was still a great great looking game and if you're playing on a 1080p tv uh, it's gonna look phenomenal absolutely amazing no question about it um Anything 1080p or below, it's going to look absolutely amazing, phenomenal. And even if you're on a 4K TV, it's still going to look great. It's still going to be an immersive experience. It just, I think it actually looks better on a 1080p TV than it does a 4K TV. So if you have both, then I would say play it on the 1080. Or if you have a 4K TV that is capable of just playing it in 1080 without upscaling it to the 4K, definitely turn that option on because it would, the game will look so much better. Um, but yeah, so great, great game. Check it out. Um, that's pretty much all I had to say about the game without giving away any of the intricate parts of the story. I wish I could talk more about it, but I really don't want to spoil it for you guys. So I hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, I will catch you all next time. Peace. Frag Attack Radio.